This is the What I Live For podcast for Thursday, March 19th, 2020. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the What I Live For podcast. And today I'm talking to my friend Michelle. You can find her on Instagram at Michelle Tamaro, T-A-M-M-A-R-O. I hope I pronounced your name right, Michelle. Uh, I, I didn't really ask you how to pronounce your name, so I hope that's right. So uh, you can follow her on, on Instagram at Michelle Tamaro. I, I didn't really know much about Michelle. Um, uh, we've talked uh, off and on over the last few months because, uh, you know, she's in that same uh, Kentucky Cincinnati circle with Daryl and and Amber and 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 Am, uh, Amanda and I I didn't know much about Michelle. Uh, I I knew she was she was at Flying Pig last year, um, but I didn't know who she was until like maybe in the last five to six months. Um, and it's been really nice to to get to know who she is and what she's all about. Um, and you know, she's a mom and, and she's a runner and it's just been, it was really nice to have this conversation with her, um, kind of going back through her background and, and finding out who she really is. And, um, I don't, I don't even want to like reveal what we talked about because we talked about a lot of stuff. This was a long episode. Uh, I think we ended up talking on this podcast for almost two hours and then we ended up talking even more after this, um, cause we really got into a rant about running at the end of this episode. So, um, I, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's it was a lot of fun talking to Michelle, uh, just really getting to know who she is and what she's all about, and and really digging into her background. And um, I hope you guys enjoy this. So uh, let's just get right into it. How are you? <laughs> good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm actually awake. I like I said, I recorded with Amber earlier today, so like I I'm fully awake now. <laughs> oh, good. It's like ten o'clock here, so I've been up since like six thirty. So. Oh, we got up early. Um, my middle child, Graylin, wrestles, and she was supposed to have regionals today. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like a teenager already. She's only five. But uh, <laughs> she is, you know, like most people, you know, like, oh, I've been up since the crack of dawn because my kids don't sleep. She is the exact opposite. So we had to wake her up to go wrestle. Yeah. And uh, she was not in the right mindset. And then we get there and it's uh, regionals and state is like professional. And so you have to uh, only the coaches are allowed down at the bottom. And then you had to be up in the stands. And mm-hmm. uh, and since she was already upset and tired when we like were telling her that information, like, you got to go be with your team and then we're going to be up there. She just like broke down mm. crying. With, she's not wrestling today. Like, so we that's. It for the season because if she didn't wrestle today, she can't wrestle at state, and so uh, it's been a quite the morning between her and my husband being upset about that, and you know, like fighting. You're you're in trouble for the rest of the day, type stuff. <laughs> well, sometimes you're just not in that in that mode. Like I know, like you're supposed to like like pep up and just get ready for it, but like sometimes you're just right. not in that mode. And for a little kid, that's hard because they don't understand that concept of like this exactly. Is it. Yeah, that's what I was just telling my husband. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't know how to, you know, talk to her about it. Because it's, you know, like, how do you punish that? Because it's like, you know, he was saying the other day, he's like, I'm that type of person. He's like, I can wake up early and be fine, but I don't like my alarm to wake me up. I like to just wake, like, naturally wake up at five. And But if somebody 
if something wakes me up, then I'm angry. I was like, so she's just like you. We woke her up. She was angry and she's five. So she has like no like social concept of like, I can't act like that in public. You know, I can't yeah. just like be like, I'm not going to do that. Or, you know, like, so she doesn't understand, like, I committed and I have to go out there even though I'm not ready. But she's five. So she was like, I'm, I'm not doing that. I don't want to do that. So I'm just not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there was like nothing we could do to, you know, like, we can't like throw her out there. So Cause like, then she might perform even worse and she might just be like, oh, I yeah. don't care. So like, yeah, yeah. she, she just has to learn that. And it's going to take a, it's going to take her time to do that. But like, she's five. Yeah. So she's not like, she's not there yet, but. I I've seen like you posted a picture like video of her wrestling and she kills it. So when she I know well, when that's she's in it, so she's upsetting. in it. Yeah, it is. It's very upsetting because she's really good, yeah. but like just she's just like a natural athlete. Like so, she's just really good at it. But she if she doesn't want to do it, she won't do it. Like there's been other times during the season where she didn't do it either. Like but this one was like a big one because if she doesn't wrestle this one, then she can't wrestle state. And we've already paid for all of it. Like yeah. even made hotel reservations and stuff. <laughs> so now all of that is down the drain. Like, so it's like, uh, but there's nothing we could do. So we drove down there, we paid to get in and then we turned around and we walked out and came home. Well, she'll, she'll understand it, but like, for now, she just doesn't understand the concept of it. But I, I, I think at that age, you just don't realize like how big of a scope that is, and right. it just takes time just to realize that. Like, I don't think people, I don't think kids really start learning that until they're like seven or eight, and they realize, oh, this is a big deal. Let me, yeah, put my pants on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a um, when we were discussing it before I talked to you, got on the phone with you, um. I was saying, you know, it's like what the way she's acting is how I always like tell people and give them advice about things. Like sometimes you just have to have that like child mindset, you know, yeah. and yeah, I, uh, a friend of mine was getting ready to be asked about something from her boss and I was like, listen, I was at the park the other day and there was a bunch of kids playing and this one kid was playing by himself and the others, you know, like, oh, come on, you want to go play tag with us? And he just said no and mm-hmm. walked away. You know, like, <laughs> and sometimes you have to have no, that mindset like, of just, yeah, like, like there's if, like if no guilt, like, or, you know, like this need to feel like you, like you have to say yes to something. You're just mm-hmm. like, no, don't want to do that. I'm like, see ya. So I don't, you know, it's like, I tell people to act like that. And then she's acting like that. And I'm like, oh, like, you can't act like that. Like, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, kids, if they don't want to do something, they're like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, like, no, and sorry. Most, and most no. adults don't act like that. They're like, if somebody says, oh, I need you to do this, you're like, they don't say no. They're like, okay. And you're like, why are you saying yes to everything? Yeah. Like, you're not conditioned to say yes to everything. You can say no to things <laughs> that you don't care about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So where did, I, I couldn't, I can't remember. I think I met you through, and I'm pretty sure this is correct, Daryl. <laughs> Yes. I mean, you through, I meet a lot of people through Daryl. So, like, I can't remember. We started connecting around, like, mid last year or something like that. It was it was after, way after Flying Pig. And I think it was, I think it was around, I don't say August or September, I'd probably say, say so. Um, yeah, I know it was after Flying Pig because I had started to talk to Daryl and everybody. Um, and then I was going to meet do the meetup, but then... Uh, I never saw anybody while I was there. And then the um, 
pizza thing, I, uh, I don't know. It was just like one of those. I was already in for the night. I was like, no, I'm not. Oh, so you, you were, so wait, you were at Flying Pig. You just didn't meet up with everybody? No. Yeah. I was, I, uh, ran the half marathon. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, actually, so we were there Friday night. We, um, went to the, uh, packet pickup mm-hmm. and then we walked down to uh the one mile race because we run that uh, uh that's the, the tql yeah beer series of flying pig and so they have that one mile race on friday night so we had all of the kids with us and we all ran that and then we hung out they had like music playing and then um saturday we were there again because the kids all ran those kids miles but i think everybody was gone already by the time we had gotten there yeah, because uh, I, I was there, I ran the 10K, and then my daughter ran the, the Piglet, so she was at the Piglet, and then... Oh, okay, so then you you and Crystal were at the Piglet, because we, we were there with our kids, they all ran the Piglet, and so I missed you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't miss me this time, because I'll be there this, time, this, this coming up year, so I'll be there, okay. I think I get there like Thursday, so... I'm there for a, a few more days than last year because I didn't have I didn't have that much time last year because I literally drove in from from Tennessee. Oh, well, I, I live in Texas, but I was visiting my parents in Tennessee. I drove from Tennessee to Ohio, stayed there for like three days, and then drove all the way back. Oh wow! So it That's was a lot of driving. I'm flying this time. I've learned my I've learned my lesson. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not driving ever again. <laughs> that was rough. So yeah. yeah, so I'll I'll see you this time uh, in May. So I'm, I'm gonna come back again. But, um, but uh, I I appreciate you coming on. But I wanted to talk to you about like just your backstory. So I wanted to know where you grew up. I grew up in Florida. Um, my dad was in the horse racing business, mm-hmm. and so um, I lived in Florida. So I I was born in Ocala and then my younger years, I lived in Miami. Uh, My mom was Canadian and she, for some reason, last minute decided uh, she was going to try to have me in Canada. So I would automatically have dual citizenship. Mm -hmm. And um, she wasn't a bright one, I guess. She like (laughs) went into labor and uh, made it to Ocala which is only, you know, a few hours yeah. from Miami. And so I was born in Ocala, lived in Miami for a few years, and then um, relocated back to Ocala. Um, and all of these times I was living with, uh, like, friends of the family because my dad was busy traveling. Yeah. Uh, and then the lady that I was last living with when I lived in Ocala was, like, 87 years old. And she just decided, yeah, she was too old to really take care of, you know, a kid in elementary school. Mm -hmm. And uh, my sister and brother took me in and they lived in Kentucky. And that's how I ended up here in Kentucky. So pretty much all. What's the age difference between you and your brother and sister? Huge. Um, My, the ones that I lived with, they are in their fifties now. Well, my one brother, my brother is passed, but my sister is in her fifties, maybe sixties by now. I don't, I'm really bad with their birthdays. (laughs) Um, but, uh, 
I know my old, the oldest two are, because I was just talking to them the other day, are 74 and 72. Wow. Yeah, my oldest brother was actually in Nam, like with most of my people's grandparents, like mm-hmm. my friend's grandparents. My brother was <laughs> in Nam, so that's always a fun story. So there's a huge age, age gap between you and your and your siblings. There is. When I was born, um, my dad was 63, and my mom was um, like around 30. Oh, and wow. so, yeah. Um, my mom, my sister that's closest to me in age is from my mom, different dad, and she's 41 this year. And then, um, the rest of them are from the same dad, different mom. Mm-hmm. So that's, all the, that's they're all, that's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. It's made it a interesting life. And, uh, I look at people's age differently mm-hmm. because of it. Like, uh, I have a lot of older friends or a lot of the people that, um, go to the gym that I work at are older women. And they always like, Oh, us old ladies. It's like, I never feel that way just cause you know, I was raised by older people. Yeah. And so like, I always, you know, I was like, and, to me, you know, it's like my dad was 63 when I was born. So when people are like, I'm an old lady and they're 63, I'm just like, not really. You know, like you can I, be having kids. So. I think age is just like a number because like, I've seen people who look like way younger than they actually are. Because I have a coworker that I work at the gym at part time and he's like, he said he was like 73. He does not look 73 at all. And right. it's just like age is just a number. And like, I, I think that like people carry their age differently than, than most people. Yes. It's, um, I was just going to say that it's like one of the, uh, reasons that I want to like go be on this like healthy lifestyle journey. Cause isn't it crazy how people age so differently? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you meet people and you're like, I'm 75. <laughs> There's no way. But then, you know, you meet somebody else and they're like, I'm 37. You're like, seriously? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You look like you're like 55. That's interesting. I I think it's the way people carry themselves and they, they, like, just their life and, like, their stress and all that stuff. I think that really takes a part of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh so what was school like for you? Were you, were you like an academic kid or were you like into sports or which one were you? Um, I feel like I, I just like existed in school. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I was really any, like in any, uh, group. Um, when I was in elementary school, when I still lived in Florida, um, and my dad was alive. He always made sure that I did everything because he wanted me to find my niche. And yeah. so he, I was, I did ballet and jazz, cheerleading, wow. uh, basketball, swim team. Like I don't, he was just like, you need to try everything because so you can find something that you really love and go for it. And then um, in sixth grade, I moved here to Kentucky. And I lived with my brother and sister. And um, while, you know, they were caring and 
let me move in with them, they didn't, you know, they weren't parents. So they, you know, they didn't know and they didn't try to um, do anything. So they didn't really focus on my academics with me and they didn't um, really push me to go out and try or do be part of anything. And so I mostly just like sat around and ate or went, they, you know, went to the racetrack with them. And so I like sat in the cold barn and hung out Mm -hmm. and, played with horses and ran around the grandstand and stuff and didn't really do much of anything with the school stuff. So I don't, yeah, I was just kind of there at school. Did, did you ever find your niche in your niche? The, like the, the thing that you really like to do? Uh, no, I was um, really good with swimming. And I think if I would have stayed in Florida, I would have, um, gone somewhere with that but when I moved and there was no uh swim team in Kentucky that uh it just you know fizzled out but I think swimming could have been my thing but uh that went by the wayside when I moved to Kentucky yeah and so what was what was high school like for you um the same I didn't yeah yeah I don't I uh I've been told that I have a old soul and I felt like that in high school. I just didn't like the politics of, I, you know, it's carried on through my um, elder years and workforce too. I don't like the politics of the gossiping and the um, drama Mm -hmm. that goes along with all of that. And so I don't know. Yeah. I just remember just always just sitting back and watching everybody and just not liking you know, I didn't want to partake in any of that, what was going on. Uh, My graduation, I was actually dating a guy that was um, a freshman in college. And so uh, he came to my graduation and my family was there. And when we came out to do, you know, everybody runs to take all of their pictures with their friends. um, My sister was like, oh, like, do you want to take friends? And I was just like, no, we're (laughs) dinner. Like, (laughs) I remember there was um, one kid that came running up and he was like, I'm probably never going to see you again. So why don't you give me a hug? All right. My sister was like, that's your only friend. (laughs) She's like, I know you have a best friend. Like, where's Andrew? I was like, I I don't really know where she is. So let's just leave. You know, like, I don't know. It was just like, cool, I don't have to be here anymore. Let's just be done with this chapter of our lives. So So it seems like you just kind of kept to yourself. Like you didn't really like have like, yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I feel like people knew me, but at the same time I was never an outcast, but never one of the cool kids or Mm -hmm. one of the jocks or one of the drama people, you know, I was just there to get it over with. Yeah. What about you? What were you like? Am I, I, I'm glad you asked this because nobody has ever asked me that question. But uh, <laughs> I was, I was like a band nerd. Um, I, I kind of kept to myself. I had like a few friends, but like for the most part, like I pretty much kept to myself. Um, I know at one point I was trying to fit in, but then I just said, forget it. Because like, it's just, you know, in high school, like you either fit in or you don't. And I just didn't. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of kept to myself and if, people gravitated towards me they gravitated towards me but like i never tried to like push it and say oh why don't such and such like me i like i just didn't care so like i 
I like I said, I kept to myself a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time by myself, um, and that that's either a good thing or a bad thing. But I think in certain aspects, it was a bad thing because I didn't really have that much that many social skills. And it's funny though because like now I'm like Mister Social, <laughs> so like <laughs> I I was I was more of an introvert. So and now I'm like kind of a yeah. mix of the two. Um, mm-hmm. I recharge when I when I'm introverted, but then I like expel energy when I'm extroverted so like that's that's where I'm at now so yeah I um you've heard me talk about it before I am more of an introvert uh so I guess maybe that's why what you know it's just like uh, I don't really want to have to go out of my way to you know talk to people and whatnot mm-hmm. I do remember you know it was like I said people knew me and liked me it wasn't that I kept myself because I wasn't liked um but I was, I've always just been honest and a really bad liar. And so <laughs> I, I, I think people don't think, you know, are caught off guard when people are, you know, just expel so much honesty. And mm-hmm. so uh, I remember we thought I was so funny because, you know, people are like, oh, what do you think of that? And I would just say, you know, I don't like that. That looks bad on you, you know? Like, and you're like, it's so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Did anybody get like, offended by it? No, everyone always just thought it was the funniest thing. Like, we're just like I don't, it's just the truth. All right, see ya. Like, you know. <laughs> I just, oh, I just you ask that question. tag me as the funny one. That's cool. Well, yeah. it's just funny. I mean, it's funny because, like, most people, they, if you told them the, the cold, hard truth, they would probably get upset with you. And for, yeah. for most people, like, you just tell them the truth, people thought it was funny. And it's just right. a weird concept to me that people, like, would laugh at that versus get upset with it. I know. I don't. Maybe I should, now looking back at it, maybe I came off more as a character to people, and they just didn't <laughs> think that it was possible that I could be telling the truth. So they just thought I was joking. Yeah. I don't know. Was, yeah, that is my. That's just one thing that popped in my head. Like, wow, there was that thing about me in high school. I feel like everybody thought I was the funny one, but I was just always telling them the truth because I felt like there's no need for me trying to lie my way out of this you're gonna you're gonna sense it <laughs> mm-hmm. what did you what did you think about yourself then like where what was your kind of thoughts about yourself at that age um i don't know uh i knew i don't know, education was always hard for me mm-hmm. so i feel like I knew I wasn't one of the uh, like the academic team kids, um, but I knew I you know I don't know I just I guess I felt like just how I was I just it wasn't really much of anything I didn't have like a passion for any of the things mm-hmm. to like be as associated with one group or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So what, was, go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I was just uh, excited to go home and hang out with my brother and watch Golden Girls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> good choice, good choice. Yeah. So, what was life? What was life after, like, after high school? Like, what? What was Michelle around like twenty? What was she doing? <clears throat> uh, partying, being crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so. Since I lived with my brother and sister, I, my sister was the baby. 
for 25 years yeah. because of that whole age gap. Um, and so she, you know, had the responsibility of taking me in and taking care of me. And, you know, I'm sure she loved me and whatnot. But at the same time, I feel like there was that little bit of resentment. And, um, and so she would, uh, I don't know, just, I was more like Cinderella type thing rather than like, <laughs> like part of the family. I was always just like, Oh, like you do this, you do that. So, uh, at the time, like now, you know, the feelings are gone and I, you know, care for her, but then I, Oh, I hated her so much. Mm-hmm. And so at my, uh, rebellious teenage stage, I had this sign on my wall that was freedom June 23rd, 2008, which was my 18th birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I always told her, uh, I was like, I'm leaving. I'm moving out as soon as I can. And um, I, since I my had a summer birthday, I graduated. And then um, and then I didn't turn 18 till the summer. But I had already lined up an apartment. And I think I had moved out before I was 18. Wow. And, uh, yeah, cause I, the, one of, um, the managers that I was working at Wendy's at the time and, um, uh, one of the managers were lived in this apartment complex and she like vouched for me and got me set up before I was 18. And so, um, so that's where, uh, after high school, I was like, I'm, I'm out of here and they, <laughs> uh, went and did my own thing. And, um, I, was a manager at Wendy's, and then um, I went to the a medical massage uh, therapy program. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a you know nine month school, um, and so I did that. And then I don't know, you know a couple of different odd jobs, but mostly just like partying and hanging out. I would you know go to work at Wendy's, and you know you get off at like two. And then I would leave there and go to my friend's house and party and then like barely sleep and make it to school in the morning and um, just, you know, regular, normal, unhealthy teenage, early 20s lifestyle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting that you, you're saying all this because like the, the Michelle in high school and the Michelle in like her 20s are like two totally different people. Because like you, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Because like you, you were just like, I'm just gonna go to school and do what I'm supposed to do, and then go home and 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 just kind of hang out with my my brother and watch Golden Girls. But then now, like you're talking about your 20s, and it's like <laughs> the complete opposite. So I don't know if like when people hit 18, they're like, all right, I'm gonna just do whatever, and it, do it what just I happens. Want. Yeah, um, it's just so well. My sister was really strict too. Yeah. So you know, like while people were getting away with like do getting their partying out and caught in high school. Um, I had like a strict, I had to be home by, it was like 10 or, you know, sometimes 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just never like was able to do any of that. I remember, um, I don't, I have like small, I don't know. Some, a lot of people say I have big eyes, but I don't know. I, for some reason people always think like I have like, stoner eyes and I remember people used to call me there's one kid that I saw he was like oh there's that stoner chick you're always really high and I was like no like I've never done that like you know like, 
I, I don't do that type of stuff. Like, I... I like snuck out of my house to go sled riding on the golf course one time and mm. my sister caught me and my friend was there and she like smacked me and my friend. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like that's how strict my household was. Like uh, so that's probably why it was that I had my own place and I could do whatever I wanted and uh it was finally like I'm gonna get it all out of my system, I guess, type thing. I don't know. Yeah, that's 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 crazy that like you you literally went from like this one person to this whole other person just because like you had freedom. Um, yeah. So when did when did you kind of calm down with the with the partying and all that? Like, because it seems like you just you seem you seem like you had like a lot of fun at a, at a certain certain time period. But when did that all stop? Like, when did you just say, "All right, enough is enough"? Um. Well, I got pregnant. um no i had calmed down but i mean i was still um you know going out and drinking and staying up late and stuff Mm -hmm. uh but not like as much really um but then yeah when i was i think i was 24 when keller was born so when i was yeah around 23 i um found out i was pregnant and, um, so before then, so I was like, right before that I decided I was going to join the gym. And so I like was hitting the gym all the time, mm-hmm. really hard, but I was still going out, you know, for like, uh, was it St. Patrick's day. Yeah. Like I was dedicated enough to trying to be the quote unquote like healthy lifestyle of going to the gym that I went to the gym at like five o'clock in the morning before I went to work. I was working at a law firm at the time. So before I went to work and then I worked like eight to four or whatever it was and uh, and then went out and met all my friends to be able to go drink for St. Patrick's Day. So it was like I was in that mindset where it was like fading out to where I was trying to grow quote unquote grow up I guess mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um and then I got pregnant and so then it was like okay little lady <laughs> it's time to actually grow up yeah and um and that's when the whole weight thing happened I uh the beginning of my pregnancy I wasn't really gaining too much weight. And I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Everyone said like, like you couldn't eat, like you were going to eat stuff and get really fat. And I'm not doing that. And I guess just maybe my metabolism from like the gym was still kicking. And then, uh, and that went away and I gained like a hundred (laughs) pounds. It's like, Whoa. And that was was the first pregnancy. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh I don't know, I would never I stayed at home with him until I was he was 7 months. Mm-hmm. And um and so I didn't really do any exercising or anything. I just like sat around being a mom and taking care of him and um I breastfed, so then that's like a a lot of just sitting too, like yeah. you know, like and um and he did a lot of that, like pacifying, like comforting himself, like by just 
being latched and not actually nursing. And that was, you know, like the first time mom, I didn't really understand all of that either. And so I was always like, just sitting there like with him, like, gosh, I guess he's like still eating. This is crazy. He's been eating like all day. So, um, yeah, there was no, the weight never went away before, uh, I got pregnant with my second. <laughs> what, was, uh, what, was the, what, was, what was the timeline for that? So the first one was when you were 24. So when was the second pregnancy? Um, they are a few. My, so my son's eight and then my daughter is, she's five right now. Okay. She'll be six in May. So they're like two, two, year, like two, two and a half, two and a half. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I didn't gain too much weight with her. I feel like, I don't know, I was telling you, I was like, I, there was just nowhere to go with the weight at that point, I think. Like, it was just, I was so big that it was just like, there's not really anything you can do here. Um, but I did, I guess, try to be better with my uh, food and stuff because I'd gained so much with the first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had her. And then... Um, it was a surprise with the second, uh, or with the third, um, my, like, so my first with Grayland, the second child, um, she was on her first birthday. I was pregnant. I didn't know. Wow. Um, yeah. So now I deal with every day. Everyone's like, Oh, are they twins? No. <laughs> what is that? Like, Irish twins or something. Mm. I think it's just, yeah. Um, so when the third, um, turned one, that was in 2017. And that is when the whole weight, quote unquote, weight loss journey started. Yeah. So I was like, what am I doing? You know, like I remember thinking when I put all the weight on with the first, I'm not going to be this big forever. Yeah. Like, I think I even, um, I borrowed somebody's dress. I don't now. Whenever I think about this time in my life, I'm like, I was, this was such a rude thing that I did. And I can't believe that I did this. I feel like I borrowed somebody else's dress. Cause I was like, there's no way that like, I'm going to stay this big. So I don't need to buy myself a dress this size. But like, when I think back, I'm like, how rude was I? I like went to somebody and was like, let me borrow your clothes because I'm not going to be this big forever. Like, yeah. but, but you are like, I don't, you know, like, God, I feel like, I mean, but you weren't really like thinking that. about that though. You weren't really thinking about that. You were just like, <laughs> Oh, I just need to wear a dress. But then as you said before, the truth comes out. So you just <laughs> said your own truth and said, I'm not going to be here for that long, but, but you will. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's fine if you are just, I'm not going to do that. So I need my, I need to borrow, just borrow the dress. Like, but anyway, um, so if that person's listening, you know who you are. I'm sorry that that went down. But <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so, you know, fast forward to 2017, I like looking back like, oh, yeah, it turns out I could have just bought myself that dress because here we are. Mm-hmm. I'm still like <laughs> this big. Like, how did I let this happen? Like, um, And I felt like, you know, you guys, when you become a mom you have all this mom guilt that you get about everything. And I think that was just it. Like I, 
was always using that as my excuse to not go and work out and not like have the time to be conscious of like, Hey, what are we eating? How are we living our life? Yeah. Um, and I, so I think that happens a lot though. And I, and I've, and I've, I've, with me having my own kid and, and just noticing everybody else who has kids and like, and like young kids, I noticed that a lot of people have that same issue with mom guilt where they don't want mm-hmm. to take care of their own selves. They're, they're worried about taking care of their kid first um, yeah. before they take care of themselves. And, and, you know, they pack on the pounds and stuff like that. But like, um, I totally get it. Like I, I get that everybody has that, like that guilt of like, I need to take care of my kids before I take care of myself. But when you think about it, right. like you, when you get on airplanes and stuff, they tell you to put your oxygen mask on before you put your kids on so you can help them. And exactly. a lot of people don't have that concept and they, you know, they, they worry about their kids before they worry about themselves. Yes. And that's, yeah. Um, and that's what happened. I decided, you know, like, what am I doing? I'm using them like as my excuse and really mm-hmm. they should be my reason yeah. to like, get better. Cause how am I going to be the mom that I want to be? And then fast forward, how, you know, how am I going to be the grandma that I want to be? Exactly. I want to be one of those back to our earlier conversations, those people that say, like, Oh, how old are you? Like, and like, Oh wow. That's how old you are. That's interesting. You know, not being able to do all the things with my grandkids that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I just changed the mindset of they're not my excuse. They're my reason. And maybe it's not selfish of me to want to have some time at the gym by myself or time for me to go take a run by myself. Yeah. And that's good though, because I, I think that, um, especially being a mom of three kids, like that's a lot. And then, you know, you not having any kind of time for yourself is, is that's, that's important to have a time for yourself to just kind of decompress and, and just like, you know, you know, just be by yourself. And I think that's important mm-hmm. because I, I think a lot of people are like so involved in everything their kids, their kids do that they don't take time right. for themselves. Yeah. Like so many different, you know, they don't take the time to step away and get some exercise in. You don't take the time to, you know, just be mentally alone and yeah. take a break from things. And that uh, if you don't get that, then, you know, that just adds to the stress and stuff. And that will add to your weight gain without you even, you know, if you're eating healthy and you're exercising, if you're still not in a good mindset, then that's going to add to stress gain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then so- the eating thing, too, like I'm like I was never like a mom that was feeding my kids unhealthy, but it was. I was more focused on getting them their food. So then I would just do that, you know, unhealthy thing of like picking and not eating good meals myself. Yeah. Cause I was always just like, Oh, I'll just grab this or I'll eat this really fast. And instead of actually taking the time to eat something appropriate. How do you, how do you teach your kids that now? Since they're like older now. And, and I know there's people who like, I have a three year old. So like I, I try to make sure she has things that, mm-hmm are a mix of like not so good and like, uh, and like better choices. Like, so what do you do for Mm. your kids? Um, the same type of thing. I feel like, um, I don't know. Everyone has their different views on it. Uh, 
you know, like some people don't let their kids have any trash mm-hmm. and, um, and good on them. But I feel like, I don't know, let your kid live a little, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're going like, to get it from somewhere else anyway, if you don't. Yeah. Give like they're going to have at some point in their life, they're going to have that. Right. Um, so yeah, I think I put a post of it one time, like I come home from the grocery store and I have tons of fruits and vegetables. Cause luckily since I've, raise them on like trying to be healthy and eat the right things. They, they do like fruits and vegetables and they'll ask for them. Um, but Oreos, we love Oreos in this house. And so that is like a, like, are there Oreos when we're at the store? Like there Oreos, we need to get Oreos. Cause everybody's going <laughs> to want Oreos. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we still let them have things, but they're, uh, they're kids, right? So mm-hmm. they, you know, they love grapes and that's a sugar, you know, like nature's Skittles and they're fine with that type of thing. But like, so we just had Christmas and, um, we put a few candy things in their stockings and then my mother-in-law gives them a lot of candy things. They give them like a whole other stocking at their, you know, Christmas with them. And, uh, and so now they have all of this candy and bubble gum mm-hmm. and they're, like it consumes them like they that's all they want that's all they can think about is the, like the candy yeah um and it's like soda too some people don't give their kids any soda we buy a soda um you know if we do a pizza night or something and so if we get a two liter and that two liter still has you know soda in the morning like my three-year-old comes out and it's like can i have soda with my breakfast I'm like no like that that's <laughs> not like you okay. get it the one time thing and that's it you're not gonna get it <laughs> every time yeah like so um so you know we still have to deal with those types of things because they're kids and they you know they want the sweet and the things that are you know bad for you that taste so good mm-hmm. uh, but i'm lucky because they do like fruits and vegetables and um you know those uh like seaweed chips like they're like yeah. flakes like but um I remember I had those um, around somebody else's kid, and they were like, uh, they're "Like your kids eat seaweed?" Like, like yeah, 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 they do. They like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That, so that makes me happy. But yeah, we still let them live a little and eat the junk food and the candy and stuff sometimes. It's like, yeah, uh, I, 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 I try to let my kid have the same thing. Like she has a mix of like she'll have candy every now and then. Like and she loves like guacamole and avocados, so I will let her slam some avocados just because I'm like, at least you're getting something healthy in your system. Like, go ahead if this is all you want, then so be it. Like, I'm right. not, I'm not gonna give you crap for it, but like, I I try to make sure she she has whatever like I think she needs, and then like let her live a little because I mean, she's three. Like she mm-hmm. she doesn't know the difference between something good and something not so good. So like it's right. it's fine. Yeah. Um, funny story with that though. Uh, once when my, um, now five-year-old was, I don't know, one and a half or two, maybe, um, we had gone to Costco and, you know, they have those like four pound grape containers. Yeah. Um, we had bought some grapes and she was snacking on them and she was like the whole weekend. We're like, gosh, she really loves those grapes. And, you know, we're like, you know, whatever, they're grapes, what, you know, who cares? By the end of the weekend, we're like, oh, my gosh, like that whole thing of grapes is gone. 
And then uh, that early that week, she had bathroom issues. Terrible. Ooh. Like, we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> we never even thought, like, too many grapes is bad. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, we were just like, well, whatever. Like, at least she's snacking healthy. And then like, that we paid for that one. We are like, oh. Wow. Turns out you need to regulate <laughs> how much <laughs> good stuff they have, too. Yeah, that would do it. All that fiber, yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. We're like, oh, like lesson learned. You can't eat four pounds of grapes and over a weekend. Or I mean, that's the joy of having kids, though, because you get to see them like just do whatever, and then you're like, should they be doing that or not? Like, well, let's let them learn. They'll figure it out. Right? Yeah, kids are funny because it is like so many times you have to say like this is my first rodeo you know like yeah. we didn't know like can't eat four pounds of grapes i've never actually sat around and ate four pounds of grapes so <laughs> it never really clicked to me like don't don't do that like i was just you know happy with her cho- her choice of snacks like good yeah. for her eating grapes look at all those grapes and like then <laughs> there's not a parent's like, owner's manual so we don't know no yeah so uh, we should write one. We can add that in there. Kids can't have four pounds of grapes over there would be, a weekend. There would be 16 different versions of that parent, parent <laughs> handbook because everybody has a different version. I know. Yeah. They do. They're, yeah. Parenting is tough like in so many aspects, like your own and then everyone's views on it, too. Like everyone has their own opinion. So many people want to let you know their opinion on it. Like, of course. Yeah. And it's your choice to listen to them or not. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> you're going to figure it out anyway. You're either going to figure it out the good way or the not so good way. So, like, you just have to figure it out. Right. So, um, so what, what, so what's your diet and, and exercise look like now? Because you said that you, you had gained a whole bunch of weight with your first pregnancy and then you, that weight kind of kept, kept, it stayed with you and then, and you had your third kid and then, you decided you wanted to start losing weight then. So what? What is your? What was your uh, regimen for that? Like trying to lose the weight. Um. So I don't. You know, to be honest, I did so many things that oh. was like, you should try this. You should try that. I don't really know exactly what it was, um, or just the fact maybe that it was just I switched it up and like changed my lifestyle and so my body was like whoa you know and just like took it off because it was like something different yeah um but uh i know i started so 2017 you know i was like you know your whole like quote-unquote resolutions and stuff in my head at the end of 16 i was like i really need to like get healthy and get Mm. my body back like i'm tired you know like I want to be excited about like buying my clothes again, you know, like you're, when you're that size, it's just like, I bought my kids clothes all the time. Cause it was, you know, like, Oh, I could be, buy these cute things, but I was not, you know, I didn't want to put clothes on myself. Like, it's like, Oh, this is terrible. Like just put this on. Who cares what I look like? <laughs> um, so yeah. So then I don't know, maybe like a weekend to January. I was, you know, like I, I need to start this. Like, what am I waiting for? I'm just going to go and do it. Yeah. Um, and I was, 
just started a position at the end of 16 as a lunch lady. And so we had an hour break before my old job. Um, and so we only had 30 minutes. So I was like, you had to eat. And then, uh, and I was like, I'm going to go out and start walking. And, uh, and so I started, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm going to walk this distance, whatever I can get in. <clears throat> and then it just progressed from there. Like, well, I'm going to walk a little bit further. I'm going to walk faster. Um, and then at some point, you know, it's like, I've never been a runner. Like, I want to try that. And so I, like, tried to run a little bit as I was walking. And then um, I had a friend that asked me if I wanted to do a couch to 5K program with her. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not? And so I signed up for that. And it was really easy program. It was, like, walk three minutes, run 30 seconds. Yeah. I was like, I can do that. And so <clears throat> eventually I ended up running my first 5K. And then um, the running built from there. Uh, during the whole Couch to 5K thing, I found this app on my phone um, that was like a, you know, a quick little like five-minute workout that you could do in the morning. Mm -hmm. And there was different sections, like if you wanted to work your legs or arms or this or that. And so it was fun. Like since I they were all so short, I did like a few of them every morning, um, and then uh, with the school working at the school, we got a discount for the Y, and so I joined the Y that summer so the kids could go swimming. But I used the gym some as well. Yeah. Um, and then on the food side of it, I had uh, did that boiled egg thing like. So for lunch, I would have um, a boiled egg. And then when, since we were at the school, you know, you had to have like fruit cups and vegetable cups for the kids. And yeah. so I'd have a fruit cup and a vegetable cup. And then I would have my egg to fill me up. Um, and so we were, I was eating lots of boiled eggs. Um, I started making a smoothie that like, contained all of the things that like I read about. Like chia seeds are really good for you. Flax mm. seeds really good for you. Um, you need to make sure you get spinach in your diet. And, um, so, fiber so yeah, so I made this smoothie out of those things. Um, uh, my husband read about the, the apple cider vinegar. Oh, and boy. so, yeah, so <laughs> we, so I started like doing the shots of the apple cider vinegar progressed into one of those drinks, like where you, it's like hot water, honey, cayenne, lemon, and oh, the yeah. apple cider vinegar and supposed to like reduce your belly fat. Like, I don't know. I tried that drink for a while. Um, so I don't know. The weight was just like falling off, but like, I don't want people like, what are you doing? I was like, let me tell you about my smoothie, <laughs> uh, my eggs, like, <laughs> I don't know apple cider vinegar drink like i don't you know i was like i don't really know like i should have like stepped into it like only one thing you know and seen what it was but uh i don't so since i i would have the smoothie in the morning um oh and i was snacking on almonds because i read that was something like you gotta snack on almonds like i don't i don't you know i was like that typical person that was just like I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna do that. Yep, I'm gonna do that too. Like, you were equivalent of the diet tester. You <laughs> literally tested out everything that everybody talks about and and made one thing out of it. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, so yeah, I don't, yeah, everyone's like, man, what, like, what you doing? Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, I try this. I don't, you know, like, don't, I don't really know. Like, stop asking me. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, I don't, like, so I would, so I'd have like the smoothie at breakfast, snacking on the almonds, um, the egg and the vegetables and the fruit at lunch. And then at dinner, um, we would just, you know, just have like a normal dinner that I would plan for the family. So it wasn't like, um, if it was pizza, we were having pizza. Um, so I never really like did any of the cutting out thing that like, you know, you got to cut out carbs, you got to cut this out. I just like added all of those weird things that I was reading about, um, and then the running. Uh, and so I don't, I feel like maybe it was a lot to do with just the running, you know? Like how, how much running were you doing at that point? Like, okay, well, let's uh, start off with, with you went from walking to doing the 5K. How long did that take you? So the Couch to 5K was a 12 week program. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so it was like March, April, I think it was like April 1st, actually, wow. that we did, that I did the, uh, I was, first started the 5k thing um and then it was june that i can't i ran my first 5k yeah um and then uh and then so they it's funny the girl that asked me to do the couch to 5k she actually quit she never like she like came to like one of them and then never went came to any of the other ones (laughs) so um (laughs) But most of the people did that. Every once in a while, there would be like a couple of people that would be there with me and my run coach, but it was just me and the other lady most of the time. Like, so it was just like my running club by the end of it, like, um, which was awesome. I still keep in contact with her. Like she, I feel like, you know, like changed my life, you know, she was such a great support person. Like she could have been running further ahead and doing more, but she was just like right there with me and talking my head off and keeping my mind <laughs> off of that I was like dying like she's like sorry I know I'm so chatty and I was like no it's fine like I just can't respond to you because I feel like I'm dying <laughs> and, you know, like, so oh, I know I get or it. The, yeah uh or you know and, like by the time like it was like okay walk and then I'd be like god I'm just gonna catch my breath and try to answer whatever she was asking me before and then by the time, you know, I was like, okay, I can ask, answer, like, she'd be like, run, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know, you know, it's funny, like the progress that you make. Cause I remember there was a hill at the end of it. They had to run up to the parking lot. And, um, and I remember the first time they're like, no, like the timer said, stop, but like, let's just hit it hard and run this hill. And I remember, like, I was just, like, barely moving. And I remember stopping, like, I can't run up this hill. And then, like, you know, I was like, fine, I guess I'll try again. And, like, I went back to, like, it was just kind of, like, walking with my arm, like, doing my arms on the running motion, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and then at the end of it, I remember we were running up that hill and we had been running for a long time before that because, you know, the end, by the end, you're doing like 10 minute intervals. So, like, we had been running forever and I was running up this hill and I was telling her a story about my friend. And then we got to the top and we were running and I, like, realized, like, we just went up that hill and I never stopped and I never stopped talking either. You know, and I was wow. like, oh my 
gosh, like, yeah, like, so I don't feel like during your whole journey, like, you just need to, like, find moments like that where you just, like, click, like, ah, like, I feel like I'm still not where I want to be or what, you know, like, you, you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, this is, I, I could look better, but, like, I just did that. Like, I just ran up that hill talking and, I mean, you know, a few months ago, I couldn't even barely get up it, so... I don't know. You always got to be on the lookout for those types of moments. Of course. Yeah. That's 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 incredible that you, like I I will tell you the power of the run of a run group is, is very powerful because I I lost a lot of my weight by myself like just between mm-hmm. me and my wife but like that having that run group was like a big source <clears throat> of accountability because you you had to show up every like it was twice a week so like you had to show up twice a week and you would just go running. And then, right. like, you would finish, and then everybody would be waiting for you, or you would have somebody running with you, and then they would finish with you. So, like, it was, it was yeah. great to have that accountability. Um, yeah, like nobody leaves you. Of course, Sorry. yeah. And so, I think I think a lot of people, especially people who are just like starting to like either run or just like, or just starting to lose weight, like that accountability accountability factor is very good to have because you mm-hmm. always have somebody like looking out for you. Exactly. I, um, so that I did that run group and then, um, she did some like free boot camp classes. Mm-hmm. She taught, teaches at a middle school. And so she, over the summer, she did some free boot camp classes. And I met some other people that they're in a run group in the area. And, um, you know, they invited me to come. And I've always do all my running by myself since that one group because I have a slower pace and the whole, introvert thing like I just get in my head about it I'm like yeah. there's no like I don't want to go and like everyone's going to be running further ahead and then I'll like feel embarrassed and then I'll just want to turn around and like try to hide in the bush and get back to my car you know <laughs> <laughs> um so uh well, the first time I tried to go I was like okay like I'm gonna muster up the courage to go run with them I'm gonna meet them and go run and I drove up there and I saw them all standing by their cars like talking and stretching and I just drove away like I, didn't, I just <laughs> turned around and drove away and then went and did my run by myself like I was like I can't do it and then eventually I you know made it there and I ran and I uh was actually really sick I had a um like upper respiratory thing going on mm-hmm. and um the ladies that were running with me uh, didn't leave me. They were like, they went ahead, they, they got ahead at one point, but they kept, you know, whenever they hit a water station, they would, um, stay there and wait. And they're, they're like, no, like, we don't want, like, you never know. Somebody could fall and like get hurt and then nobody's here to help you. Like, so no, like, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I feel like if you have a run group in your area, you should look into trying to find people to run with because it is a nice group to have. So what do you like? So where where are you at with your running now? Because I, I, I've had a conversation with you. I think you said you were going to do your first. What was it first marathon coming up? Oh, stop! You're like speaking into existence. I am speaking into existence because <laughs> we've had conversations about NDMs. I know. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you seem hesitant about it. I am. It seems so far. Like I don't. I hate running. I hate it so much, but I love it too. You, like you're the you're the ideal runner who says they hate running, but they still run. I know. It's like a cult. 
here, you know, like, <laughs> like I need to get out of here. And then someone's like, uh, did you see that race? It's got a really cool medal. And you're like, ah, oh, fine. Like, I'll, I'll do it. Like, um, so that's me. I, I like it because I can say that I did it, you know, and like, there's so many people who can't run. So like, I don't know, run for them. Right. And, yeah. um, so I don't, yeah, I just like mainly do it just to say I did it. And like, <laughs> and, and for the blame. Uh, and for the bling, oh, I love the medals. Um, I know, like, I get sick like, disappointing. Sometimes you like get to the end and they give you this like little dinky medal. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> you and Amanda sound like Jessica. Amanda, Amanda says the same thing, and she's like, "Oh, he gave you this little medal. I wanted something bigger." I'm just like, "It's, I, I, for me, I don't care about the bling. I just do it for the distance. But like, for the most part, like, I, I could care less about a medal." But, like, I know that you and, and Amanda are like that. Like, I'm doing it for the middle. I'm like, I am not. I'm doing it for a banana. I know. Some people, <laughs> yeah. I see some people. They don't even, they like, the people are, like, handing, like, trying to give it to them. They're like, oh, no, thanks. Like, I don't collect them. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, can I have his? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just, you just ran that to just run it? Like, I don't <laughs> I mean, there's, like, there's, a, the there's, a, there's a very small breed of people me myself included that can care less about that but they take it i i literally like think the last race i did i like i think it was a fine pick i got the medal i was like oh, okay and i just like i put it around my neck and i just kept walking around like okay like i didn't even have it on my neck that's just no, that's yeah. just that's just me like i that's just the way i operate because i've done i've done so many races and i'm like oh, okay i get a medal cool <laughs> I don't even understand it. I have I, a box of medals uh, in my in my closet right now. They're just in a box. Uh, no, you need to get a right. holder. And like, I know. Yes, put them up. Um, the I'm getting ready to start uh, a couch to 5K program at the gym I work at, mm-hmm. and I am trying to figure out like a race that will when what time we can start to line up with the 12 week program. What race would be around that time? And uh, I was like, oh, well, maybe because, you know, I, I don't want to deter people with the cold weather. So I was like, well, maybe we could do the my first, the one that I did for my first 5K. Um, and it's Kentucky Hates Heroin. Okay. But I got a I got a medal for it because I asked some lady that was at the medals, like, <laughs> and it was only supposed to be like for the walkers or something. And I was like, I probably just like ran my first five k. And she's like, okay, I just won't tell anybody I gave it to you. Like, and, <laughs> and, and so I was part. like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, now now she's in trouble. Um, but uh, yeah, so when in my head when I'm th- I was like, oh, but no, it's like. I want the people in my run group to get a medal. Like they need to get a medal. So that like that race is just like next in my head because yeah. I want the people that I take from not running to running to like go home with a medal, you know? Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe the people in my run group are like you and they're like, I don't even care about that medal. But to me, I'm like, Nope, like, there's no way you're running that race, kid. Like I want you to get a medal. Yeah. So did you have an idea know. what what race you're gonna do? <clears throat> so uh, yeah, anyway, I feel like I'm sidetracked with that. Um, the so I went from you know the 5K 
two, I did, and then I did a four miler and then, um, I did a 10 K where it was just like, uh, with the running group, uh, that I ran with, mm-hmm. um, they did like a Thanksgiving day run or something. Oh, okay. And, um, so that was my first 10 K I did was just like by myself with around town. Um, and then, uh, so then I was like, well, I could, if I can do that, I could do a half. And, um, and so I signed up for the queen bee and it's in in a race in October. So my first 5k was in June of 17. And then my first half was in October of 18. And then, um, and then like a whole, you know, bunch of races and stuff in between. And there are times where, you know, I was running all the time. Like when I was training for the half, I ran a plan and I ran it all the time. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then after the half, I took like a long break of like, I'm so tired of running. Like I was running all the time to get ready for that. You know, like, <laughs> so, like, I'm tired of that. I don't want to run. That, um, that training is, is killer for a half. I, I will, I will be honest. My first half, I did not train for, I just went out there and did it. And that was in San Diego. I have so, I, I have so many, uh, people that do that. I have so many friends that do that. And I'm just like, how do you do that? And, it's crazy. Uh, you get to a place like San Diego and you're like, oh, this is a race, this race expo. Let me go ahead and just sign up for it since everybody else has signed up for it. <sighs> and then you just do it. Uh, I saw that San Diego race for 2020 and it looks like so much fun. Mm-hmm. But I haven't signed up for it. <laughs> and my hat, I, I like looked at the plane tickets and I was like, oh, that's like a really expensive race. Like, so. <laughs> I got to pay to fly out there and everything. Mm. So I was like, nah, I guess I won't do that. But it does look like a good race. Um, but uh, anyway, so with all my running, I uh, then I stop and I like, you know, I like give it a break. I'm like, I don't know, I really want to run anymore. And then I get back at it and I run all the time and so on and so forth. Um, I, I don't want to take like full responsibility and like, proud like i did this to this girl but i think like from seeing all of my posts about running she's like i'm gonna get running a shot and uh she's like one of those just like natural athletes yeah. like i don't know she's like i think i'm gonna try to run oh i just i just ran three miles in like 20 minutes it was so hard <laughs> like you know just like, i was oh, so slow I'm like listen here with your humble brag okay like <laughs> Like, like stop it like uh you know like, I, I laugh at those people who could run like a three mile in 20 minutes meanwhile like it takes me double the amount of time i'm like are you serious right now like come on i know yeah i'm one of those people that's like finishing my 5k when people are like finishing their 10k you know like oh. when you have the 5k 10k runs and like people are like running in from the 10k i'm just like get out of here like <laughs> You just did double what I did. Like this is insane. I I like envy those people. I wish I could be that fast. Like you just like like running and you're just like running real fast all the time. Like look at me. <laughs> I had a lot of those people in my running group that like they're like they run like six minute miles. I'm like oh my god, I hate you right now. No, even when I'm like on a strict running plan, I don't like. I'm like, man, if I hit something that says like 10 something mile or 11, like, then I'm like, I'm a speed of lightning right now, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I've never, yeah, it's never been like, oh, like, 
like I that's what I I'd made a post about it one time like when you talk to people and you're like they're like I know no I'm a slow runner too like you know like nine minute mile like so get out of here yeah you're like Like, whatever (laughs) yeah I'm like I'm like barely moving okay like it's more jogging but I say it's running like so anyway the uh, my friend she started running and she was just like unbelievably fast and amazing at it. And then she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do the pig half. I'm going to run my first half marathon. And she finished in like two hours, 20 minutes or something. What? Like, I don't, yeah. Like I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, she's like, I can't believe I did it. It was so hard. I'm like, stop it. Like, like my first half, it took me like three hours and I like trained and trained and trained and trained. Mm-hmm. Like, um anyway so this year she's all we're i want to run a full like you're gonna run a full with me like <laughs> it's like listen like i can't even run with you like i don't you know like there's not we can't train together like i'll you know like you need a different training partner like i will support you in your decision to run a full you can even maybe talk me into signing up for a full but like we can't train together. Like there's no way I can keep up with you. I mean, you, can, you can train with her. She'll just come and bring you water when she gets done with her. I do. Yeah. Like yeah. You can go finish and then like meet me and pick me up or something. Like, <laughs> um. But yeah. So now she's got it in my head. Like go big or go home. I should do the full. I should finally just say I. So I can that whole thing where I don't really like want to do it. I just want to say I did it. <laughs> um. So, uh, May in Cincinnati is hot. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, but when I was telling my husband this, he was like, like, it doesn't really make sense what you're saying, but I still think I'm going to stick to my plan. <laughs> um, he was saying, you know, he's like, you are going to not run the full in May because it's too hot, but you're going to train all summer to run the full in October when it's not that hot. Mm -hmm. Like, so you're going to be running that distance in the summer, all summer anyway. It's like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but (laughs) it gives me more of like time to get in the right mindset of like, I'm going to be running for 26 miles. Cause to me, it just seems so far and daunting and scary. Well, you're doing something closer, closer to what I did. Cause I, my first hat, my first full was in 2014. Yeah, it was in 2014. It was in December of 2014, and I trained for it in August, which down here in Texas is hot as all day. <coughs> so, yeah. um, it it kind of makes sense what you're doing because by the time you get to October, it's going to be a little bit cooler, and so when you're mm-hmm. running, it's not going to be as brutal. Because if you right. do the opposite and you trained in the winter and then you tried to do flying pig in May, you would be like extremely hot. Try to be that's a uh, yeah. Uh, a runner friend of mine said that um, when it, we were talking about when I when I run the Queen Bee in an October, and so and he was saying um, it's a lot different. Yeah, he's like if you train uh, in the heat, then you go to run in the cool, and you're like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I can breathe, and I you know I've have all of this strength and endurance from training. And now I can breathe even better. So like I can run even better. It's like, when you do the opposite and you run through the winter and then you hit the pig and it's warmer, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, this yeah. is tough. Like I can't breathe. It's hot out here. So, um, 
Yeah. I don't, I think the October race for my full will be better. Um, but the flying pig, I'm going to do the three way with cheese. Okay. So it'll be almost the same distance as running a full. I'm just going to spread it out over the weekend. As so the three-way with cheese is, is the one miler, the 5K, the 10K, and a half? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I'll be there all weekend. And uh, I'll be there during the 5K and the 10K to see everybody this time. Because I didn't run those last year. I ran the <laughs> next day and everybody was gone. So... Uh. Yeah, so this year I'll be able to actually be there and be part of the support and stuff for all of the your level fitness people that are going to be there. That everybody's doing just a, well. I think most of everybody's doing ten k. I think a few of us are doing the five k. I hadn't I, I hadn't decided if I want to do both. I hadn't decided yet. Right now I'm just signing up for the five k, but I might end up doing the ten k too. I hadn't decided yet. Yeah, you should just do both. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I'm really thinking about it, but I hadn't decided yet. I'm not doing a half, though. <laughs> I'm not doing a half. <laughs> I've done enough halves. I'm like, all right, I'm good. I don't need to do yeah. half anymore. The halves, I mean, I guess I haven't ran uh, in any other city yet, so um, I don't know. But I feel like Cincinnati has this, like, I don't know, hate for runners. They put all of their courses are just like, they find like every hill possible mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. Like it's terrible. Uh, like well, I know just, last like, year my wife did the, the full and she's like, it was hills everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. You just like turn around another turn. There it is. Um, but with that said, it reminds me my, we did a, holiday run a christmas run a couple months ago and um my son did it for his first five like official 5k Mm -hmm. he'll like run with my husband for 5ks but for his first official one that he got you know the bling um he uh it was terrible it was at sharon woods i don't probably don't have any idea what i'm talking about but Mm -hmm. it's a um, park and uh it was the worst course i've ever been on like i don't you know like i feel like every race in cincinnati that i've run i'm always like oh my gosh like how do they find all of these hills this place there was literally like hardly ever a flat spot like i don't it was just like like you were just like chugging along yeah and then like yeah it was like I don't even like how, like, when do we get to, when did, I don't even know how we ended up back downhill because it was all, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it was like the last end, like, it was like, then you went downhill, but it was like, yeah, you started out like flat and then you went up this hill and then it was like five feet of flat and then like you turned around a corner and then it was like up this other hill. Like, I'm just like, how is this happening? Um, like, I, I was looking at the elevation, and the elevation for that run in three miles was the same span, like, the elevation that, like, I, it was higher than the elevation that I run, like, a 13-mile run around Florence that everybody says that is so hard, because um, there's uh, the honor run that yeah. you saw, like, me, we all ran. Um, everyone complains about that run, and I'm almost like, 
that's not too bad like compared to the Cincinnati runs. And so I was looking at all the elevations, trying to compare them to this run. And it was like the elevation for that 13 mile, like spread out over 13 miles was condensed into this three mile run at Sharon Woods. <laughs> like, I was like, what in the like world? A, it was like a death race. Like, like let's see if we can kill everybody. It was. My son was like, like really happy. You know, he's like, I did it. I just ran my first 5k mom. And we were like, yeah, like, don't you feel that high? Like, you want to run another one? And he's like, no, I don't ever want to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, buddy, like, no, we just got to get you to a different race. Like, they are not all like that, I promise. (laughs) That was so funny. He was like, no, I don't want to do that. That was really hard. I I did one. I did a 10K in Brennan, Texas, Brennan, Texas, and it was like, which is where Bluebell is, Blue, where Blue, they make the Bluebell ice cream, and I'm like, oh, hell no, I'm never doing this again. It was straight uphill. I was like, uh-uh, never again. <laughs> and it was like one downhill. It was at the end. I'm like, are you serious? And yeah. I was pushing a stroller. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was last year. I don't know like, people do again. that. I have a friend who wins races with pushing a stroller. Those people are hardcore. Yeah, he does it all the time. Like, how do you do that? I don't know. We did a race once um, for my son's uh, birthday. It was like one of those glow foam races. So we just, it was mostly, we just kind of walked. But we had uh, one of those three across strollers because it was like my friend and her kids were there. Yeah. And so um, we took this three across stroller for the, they could take breaks and sit. Cause the, some of the kids were still younger. And um, that it was at a turf, it was at turfway race track. And so part of it, you had to go out on the race track. And it, so it was like dirt, you know, <laughs> like, so then I was pushing this stroller through this. It was terrible. <laughs> God. That stroller life when you try to run is is it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, running on um terrain is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did one of those um like those mud courses. Ooh. Summer. And yeah, I was like, oh my god. Like I thought I was slow before. Then I was like trying to run on gravel and grass and stuff. It's terrible. <laughs> Some people do that all the time, though. It's like there, there's yeah. there's a whole series here in Texas like that where like most of it is at like this ranch, and there's like for for a period there, every time the race would start, the day before it would rain, and so you're running in like mud and like like grossness and like every, it would be every time, and then there was like one time it was like a flood, and they still mm-hmm. put it on. I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm not doing. That. <laughs> So like it, it, there's stuff like that in Texas like all the time. Oh, yeah, those people are hardcore. <laughs> so this this full marathon. So you're doing it? Um, <laughs> I'm putting it out there. You're just yeah, you're trying to make me commit on air. That's what's happening here. I mean, this airs uh, in March, so. And we're recording in January, so. <laughs> I'm putting you on blast early on. Oh no, I, that makes me feel terrible too, knowing that I have to sit around till March and to hear how this is going. 
I, 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 I'm, I'm just a, a proponent of some people just doing like, uh, like at least one marathon in their lifetime and say, all right, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, granted, I did. Uh, I tried to do three, but. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But impressive. One, okay. Well, uh, it wasn't impressive because the second one was like two hours more than the first one. But like the third one just did not happen. Because I was like, I'm not. No. <laughs> I was like your kid with the wrestling. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like doing this today. That's it. Uh. I don't. I mean, I'll probably do it. I'll probably do it. But I like. I procrastinate a lot about the commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, I don't because I get like so worked up over it. Like every race that I do, I stand at the start line, like crying, like, uh, like just like trying not to cry. I'm like, really? Oh. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know why. It's just like. It's like daunting knowing, like, oh god, like. The next hour, like, I'm gonna have to work, run this much. Yeah, yeah, like, I, like, like this commitment that I'm getting ready to make. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I used to I have don't that know too. Why? Like, I used to have to play music just to like calm myself down because I used to get real anxious about it. So I would have yeah. to play something like not something that was like like upbeat. I would have to play something that was kind of mo- like mellow, just to mm-hmm. calm myself down before I started, and then I would turn on something to pump me up. Yeah, that's a good tactic. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why it happens. It's just like, oh my god. Um, and then <clears throat> I don't do it anymore. I did it my first half. I ran <clears throat> when I came across the finish line. My husband had uh, come down with all of the kids, mm-hmm. and they were all standing there. And I like you sobbed like yeah. a. I did. <laughs> like, I was just like, oh, oh, oh. and uh, it was. I had always trained like an interval running. And that I ran the whole thing wow. without stopping, and so I don't. Yeah, it was just like that. I did, you know, like oh my god, I just did that. And I never even stopped, and my kids are here to see. Like I was just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and and so I feel like I'm nervous about the end of the marathon. Like I feel like just getting close to the end, I'll like go into like a hyperventilating thing or you know like a panic attack type mm-hmm. like i can't breathe because i'm getting so emotional about it. like oh my god i'm gonna finish this thing like so i don't know that makes me nervous too you're gonna, you're gonna go through so many emotions in a, in a, in a marathon <laughs> you're gonna hit at least five within a yeah. 26 mile period <laughs> like the first the first 18 i mean the first 17 are gonna be fine when you hit 18 you're gonna feel something and then 20 23 25 and then 26 like you're gonna feel it like at different parts you're like you're gonna be like, why did I just do this? Oh, I can finish this. Oh, but what if I can't finish? Like, you're gonna hit every emotion that you can think of before you hit that 26 mile. Right. Yep. I I can only imagine. Um, I get it now. Like there, yeah. There's so much that goes on in your head when you're running. You know, like, and then when you're running those long distances, like, <clears throat> you know, when you hit three miles and you're running a 10k, you're just like, oh, I got to do this like one more time. Um, yeah. I don't, you know, like I don't. Like, oh, well, I hit this, like, or the last mile. You're like, I only have a mile left. So, like, I don't, if I run fast, with you know, like, 10, 11 minutes left. Like, if I really push, like, like it's so close. I can just get that over with. Um, so, uh, I don't, that's why the treadmill. I don't know how people run on treadmills. <laughs> I cannot do that. This is terrible. It is I terrible. I, like, when I'm running, I, like, talk myself through the whole thing like i'm like 
like, cause like I said, I do the like interval running. And yeah, so, you know, I'm like, Oh, like, we're just going to do like a minute on a minute off today. Yeah. So then like my minute hits and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm like, I bet I'm going to make it to that tree up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to make it to that tree. Like, I'm, I got a good pace going. Like, Okay, I hit that tree. I, oh, I bet I can make it to that fire hydrant. Yeah. And then, like, you know, then it's like, a, am I going to make it? Am I not going to make it? I don't know. Where's the timer? Like, oh, like, then, <laughs> it's like, oh, thank God I can walk again, you know? Like, uh, but on the treadmill, you're just running nowhere. Yeah, there's no, there's no like, tree. Like, <laughs> there's no fire, yeah. no fire hydrant. There's nothing. They're just like, the dude, not, the weird running. dude on a, on a machine in front of you, <laughs> and you're just like, when am I going to not see that guy again until I get off this yeah. machine? Yeah, it's terrible. I'm like, where, like, where are you going? Nowhere. I'm just on this stupid thing, like, and, and like the timer's there, like, <laughs> you know, like right in front and you of keep you. Looking at it. Like, yeah. Like, 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 are you done yet? How how long have I been running? <laughs> Thirty seconds, like. <laughs> How is that even possible? Like, I'm running forever. But, so, I hardly ever do any of my running on treadmills. No. Well, you just did one outside. Like, didn't you get like soaked the other day? You were outside running. I did. Yeah. Uh, I commend I was, you for that because there's some people who are like, "Oh, it's oh, it's raining. I'm not doing it." Well, uh, yeah, that's usually me. I'm not that person. <laughs> <laughs> Like no, nope, not doing it. Um, but it was only it was like one of those like misty mornings where it was like, is it raining? Is it not raining? Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. And so then I was already like committed, and I was in it. And then I was like, uh, so I parked at this high school. I live out like in the boonies, yeah. so when I go to run, I usually uh, will go up into town, and then I park at a high school, and I like run around that campus. To get some miles in, get loose, and then you know if I've decided like okay I'm gonna commit and like do the long run I'm supposed to, then I'll go out to the main road and like run up into town and back. Um, and so I did that. I was like okay, like I'm gonna do it. I'm supposed to run eight miles today. I'm gonna run this eight miles. And then by the time I was like out up into town, you know, four miles away from my car, <laughs> I. And it was like, oh, that mist, it's like actually kind of raining, raining now. And so it was like, well, there's nothing I can do. I just got to run back to my car at this point. So uh, I was committed and I, you know, got soaked. But if it was raining, raining, when I like had left, like was looking out the door, like, oh, I'm going to go do my run, I would have said no. And I know a lot of people that that doesn't matter to them. They like commit anyway, but for I don't know, like for some reason I can't do it. I'm like I don't do that. Well, I I want to thank you for committing to do this podcast because <laughs> I, I know you were kind of like you didn't know if you were gonna do it or not at one point because like you were like well because you're an introvert so like you don't like right. talk and then you did Gary's podcast so I think you kind of got over that. Uh, yeah. So I did Daryl's podcast and I was oh, like, Darryl's, yeah. uh, so, well, that was the first one. So I did Daryl's and I was like, I don't really know how this is going. I feel kind of nervous about this. Then I did Gary's and, um, 
I feel like that was just like a hot mess. Like I like got in my head and I just kept <laughs> repeating the same things over. I was like, I don't even, there was like no point to what I was saying. That was good. Um, but I don't know, you guys keep saying that, but I know you're just making me trying to make me feel good. No, I'm being honest with you. I enjoyed the episode. It was great. Thanks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like when that one was over, I was like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. I think I got this now. I yeah. think for Willie's, like, it'll be the best one because I've, I've gotten over all of it and I know how to just get on here and talk to you now. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking for an hour and 27 minutes now. Well, that's because I got on and like rambled about my daughter and her wrestling. <laughs> no, it was good. Good. I mean, like, uh, this is more one of those episodes, uh, like, not about like the weight loss per se, more just like, let's just get on and talk. And people are going to now be like, okay, well, what was her story? <laughs> I mean, we went through all of your story. And we talked about a lot about running, and we talked about like your kid wrestling. So we've talked about everything. We have, I guess. Um, well, we didn't talk. We, so I progressed from like just running to classes, and then from classes to teaching classes too. Oh, let's talk about that so, then. We still got a little time. Yeah, there's, there's that. <laughs> so you teach, uh, you teach classes now. I teach classes now, um, and that is one of those like things where it's just like a thing to make myself like push myself out of my comfort zone and progress as a person Mm -hmm. from that. Uh, because the introvert self is just like, what are you doing up here? You know, like everyone's staring at you, like (laughs) being in a classroom, like everyone's coming in and setting their stuff down. Like I'm up at the front. I'm just like, Oh my God, this is terrible. Um, but I really enjoy it. I uh, I feel like when so before I had kids, I was like I I never really thought of myself as a mom. Like I I never really want to do that. That doesn't yeah. I don't want to be like in my minivan at the soccer tournament all day. Like that I that doesn't sound appealing to me at all. Um, but then I got pregnant and it was like everything changed. I was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm going to be a mom. Like, I don't, you know, they say like you get this internal feeling when you become pregnant. And I did, I was like, Oh my God, like I'm, I'm going to be a mom. And, uh, and then, then I, uh, when I gave birth, I went natural. I was like, I don't, I just want to go natural and I don't want anything. And it was like, I did a lot of research on like painless childbirth and stuff. So I guess that helped, but, uh, it was like one of the easiest things I've ever done. Like, I don't, you see those people screaming in the movies and like, my kids will be like, were you like that when you were born? My husband's like, no, your mom is not like that. There's no need for that. I don't know why those people are screaming like that because I've seen your mom do it three times and she never did any of that. Like, uh, you so are like, a I champ like... then if you were natural three <laughs> times. Oh my goodness. That's insane. Wow. I did. It's, um a mindset thing just like everything else like you know like you got that mindset to finish those three marathons like you just do it like if you've if you get in the mindset of like it's gonna hurt then it's gonna hurt and you're gonna feel all of that pain but if you go into it thinking like this is not gonna be that bad it's gonna be fine like then it's fine like i don't remember with my first i was like really completely calm like i like i fought with the nurse and everything she's like there's no way that you're getting ready to have this baby 
I was like, you need to get my doctor in here right now. This baby is getting ready to come out. And she's like, no. She's like, well, you just, she's like, she's like, I'll, I'll check you. And, and so she, she like, I'll check you. And so, you know, she went to, to look down there and she's like, she's like, I'm going to go get your doctor right now. Like, <laughs> I'm. I told you. And she never came back in. I feel like she might have just not wanted to, like, show that her yeah. face because she was wrong. Like, But she, I never saw that nurse ever again wow. after that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just the whole mindset thing. But anyway, so before I actually had kids, I never thought, like, I'm going to be a mom. And then once it happened, I was like, oh, my God. Like, the, I was just meant to be a mom, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when I started on this weight loss journey and then I started the classes and then I got offered the opportunity to teach the classes um, and then the whole like start sharing on Instagram and like people reaching out about like, how did you do it? Give me your advice and like wanting to talk to you about it and helping them. Uh, it was like that feeling all over again. I was like, this is what I meant to do. Like, I love this. Like I love helping other people get healthy and active because I know what it's like. It's so hard, you know, like all of the steps of deciding to actually like change your lifestyle into that. Like, you know, you go through all of those mindsets and even like when you're in it, like not saying like I'm, I'm fit as can be and I'm done because I'm not. And so like go, you know, like, and the mindset now, it's like you have all of those thoughts that like everybody else has, but you, a lot of people think that they don't have those, you know, like other people don't think that way, exactly. but, but you do. And so I love being able to <clears throat> help people through all of that. Like, um, and I think I put on my stories the other night, I was like, anybody else take pictures of themselves in the mirror, like to see what they look like? Yeah. I saw and, that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, a few people reached out to me and they're like, Yeah. Me, totally. Like, I was like, and it's weird because, like, when I put the clothes on, it's like in my head, I'm looking at myself, I'm like, this is just not right. Like, oh, it's too tight. I, don't, I probably shouldn't wear this. But then, like, if you take a picture, then it's like you, I don't know, even though it's your eyes still, it's almost like you see it through somebody else's eyes. Exactly. And you're like, oh, like, I don't look that bad. Like, why am I in my head about it, you know? Um, so little sidetrack to the story but um the classes i love that i'm able to do that now and so when at the gym that i teach at you don't need um to be certified to teach at it but i want to get certified mm-hmm. uh, so i'm currently studying for that so i can actually say yeah you can listen to me i <laughs> <laughs> i do know a little something i'm not just making it up yeah <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. See, now you, you did find your niche all along. You I did. It. Yeah. So it, it took me 32 years to get here, but <laughs> I found it, which is funny because you asked about it if I found it like in high school or in grade school, and I didn't. I uh, was not active. Uh, one of the other teachers at the gym I work at actually is, um, was one of the coaches in high, the high school I went to, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, I don't know, like really well known in the area. She's like, uh, she's got all these awards and things. She's like, I don't know. I was like, I want you to be my mentor. <laughs> like, I don't know, like you've done so much, so well with your life with all of this. 
Um, but, um, uh, so anyway, I remember her in high school. She wasn't my gym teacher, but she, you know, like you would have other gym classes going on at the same time. And so you would hear her screaming at kids like, oh, come (laughs) on. Like, I remember just like the fear of that because I was like, like, I'm so like fat and out of shape, you know, like, I don't (laughs) want her yelling at me, like, run harder. I can't run. I can barely move. Like, uh, and then now I'm teaching alongside of her. So that's 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 awesome. That's like full circle. Yeah. 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 So it's neat to think that I've come that far on this journey so you got you got a lot of stuff coming up between getting certified and running a full marathon and what, what else you got i see what you've done there i know <laughs> i'm putting it out there I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna back down from it i'm gonna make I'm make sure you do it just to say that you did it for once and then you can say i'm, I'm never doing that again i know i will <laughs> Just the idea of like actually saying like oh I'm committed and I'm doing that because then uh, I don't it's like the whole it like the what we do on Instagram it's almost like uh, I know it's everyone's views on like putting it out there on Instagram some people think it's all about validation and others you know uh, realize it's more about accountability and that's why I like doing it is because, you know, it's like one, like you can help others, but two, like if I don't share that, I, you know, if I share that I go to the gym all the time and stuff, then when I don't go to the gym, there are people are going to reach out and be like, you, I didn't yep. see you. When did, the, did you go to the gym? Like, <laughs> exactly. Did you do that? Yep. What about, yeah. Like, what, how's your weight doing? I haven't seen any before and after photos lately. We, we hiding, you know, like, I don't, so it's like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because we all know yeah. this is true. We all know. Yeah. Like, it's that one person that, that follows us. is like, <laughs> hey, man, you haven't um, been in a gym in like three days. What's going on? Like, you haven't posted anything. So uh, what's, what, what's, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, that's what, what is, there's like a guy that does those funny videos. I forget his name right now. But um, he does, uh, uh, he does one every once in a while. Like, he just did one about like the new year. And, um, God, what's his name? He does, he does a lot about like the middle schoolers, like he like shows like what a middle schooler acts like, you know. Trey something, I think. Anyway, um, and he made a joke, but you know, he's like, uh, like oh, I, posting for accountability, like it's like <laughs> you know, like it's like oh, you're making fun of us, like, but. I can see that as to somebody who like doesn't do it, but like, I don't know, you know, like our Instagram world, your level fitness people, like that is like a legit, like, yeah, I'm posting for accountability because somebody in your level fitness is going to call me out. If I don't post that, I went to the uh-huh. gym. They're going to be like, I don't see you go to the gym. I'm going to be like, dang it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I'm sitting, here, I'm sitting here watching <laughs> Netflix all day. God, just leave me alone. I'm trying to finish this show right now. Yeah, um, or uh, I don't know. I, my husband was reading one the other, a meme the other day, and said, uh, "You didn't hurt nobody unless you broke your ankle at the gym or I don't know whatever it was. Nobody cares about your workout." I was like, "Oh, uh, like, that is yeah, of, I get that." That's kind of true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, 
And I guess like people that are like always posting that they go to the gym, sometimes, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, we get it. You go to the gym, who cares? But, uh, but I don't, then there's the, your level fitness world. And it's like, they do care if you go to the gym. Cause then if you don't post that you go to the gym, then they're, they're like, why didn't you go to the gym? But also when you post that you go to the gym, you get people that are reaching out and they're like, way to go. Like you made it to the gym today. Good for you. Like I did too. Or I didn't because I made an excuse, but <laughs> like, rock, like, you know, like you, you got out there and did it. Like, so I, I give people crap for that. Like I, th- I know like somebody like messed their foot up one time and they like, they're like, oh, I can't go to the gym. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, I can't do cardio. I'm like, you can do something else. You have an upper body. <laughs> do something else like you can still work out you just can't yeah. work out your 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 lower half w- with one foot like, <laughs> come on man you can still do it yeah then you have people like amanda she uh broke what did she like broke her ankle or something and yep. then when uh jack was in town we all went to the gym together and i did the stair climber for the first time like actually committed to the stair climber i'd done it like one time before that and i just like wrote it to the top like i walked to the top and then i like wrote it back down i was like i can't do that thing like uh, <laughs> so so i had to commit because my friends were there <laughs> and uh i was like barely trucking along i was like like holding on like death grip to the arm rails like oh my god this is terrible how do you do this I keep stopping and like drinking water and then I go back at it and uh and she and she finished before me and then she went to the doctor like the next day and was like oh yeah like my foot's broken (laughs) (laughs) that's Amanda that is Amanda she's gonna work there like yeah I'll go to the doctor tomorrow I gotta work out (laughs) I got stairs I got 100 floors to get through before tomorrow so yeah she like sent me a message about it like and then I was like, okay, well, let's one, like, I'm glad you went to the doctor. And I'm sorry that like your foot's broken and that's terrible Two, So you're telling me that a girl with a broken foot <laughs> beat me to a hundred floors. Like, what is that? She's like, I knew you were going to bring that up. Like, like, the, they're competitive between Dee and, and, and Amanda. Like they are both uber competitive and like they did that one story where they were like on the stair stepper together and I'm like what are y'all doing are you serious right oh, now yeah. and like they're competing with each other I'm like y'all are competitive y'all can have it I'm just gonna watch y'all like, kill each I other I can't I don't I know the stairs are like a whole different thing yeah. I don't like I don't no like I'd rather run 13 miles any day than do that 100 floor stair challenge <laughs> I told Daryl, I was like, I'm zero floors. I'm never doing that again. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm not doing 100 floors on this thing. I hate this thing. I don't know. I told him, I was like, if you guys take me, because uh, I, I don't have a pass there. I was like, if, I don't, fine. Like, I'll, I'll attempt it again. But I just don't see myself like doing it in like 18 minutes like you guys do. I don't know how you do it for so long. Like. And I, you know, I don't, I run and I do work out like every day. I have strong legs. Like, I don't, you know, me and my husband lift heavy weights in the mm-hmm. basement, but I don't, climbing a thing of stairs is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can have it. Between yeah. him and Gary and, and Daryl and Amanda and Deets, I'm like, no, y'all can have it. I don't want it. It's not my thing. No. 
But I have a feeling that we're going to end up all being on some stairs in Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't think no. we can. I have a feeling somebody's like, hey, let's go work out. No, I'm not working out <laughs> with you. I'm not doing those stairs. You can't make me get on those stairs. I don't, I, uh, my kids, we take them in the summertime when none of the other sports are practicing at the high school up the road. And uh, we'll, you know, do laps around the track and stuff. And then I'll do uh, stair sprints and then, you know, get down and then you run 100 feet or whatever and then go back and run up the stairs. And I can do that. But that stair machine, it's like a whole nother (laughs) thing. It's like the treadmill versus in real life again. You know, like, it's like, I don't know. I feel like maybe part of it, too, is like the size of my foot. I feel, you know, like. You're like barely on the step. Like the oh no, whole I've time. talked to you about this about like because yeah. I have big feet. I have big feet and like I can't keep my feet on those things. Yeah, and I think like, I talked to you about like I have like wide feet because we were talking about running shoes. I think at one point. Yeah, and I was mm-hmm. like, no. I, when you just said that, I was like, yeah, that's that's probably why I don't get on that thing because like the steps are not that big, and my foot yeah. can't fit on them. Yeah, I was saying that when I was on it, and Amanda looked and she's like, whoa, what shoes do you wear? <laughs> Yeah, maybe that has part of it. Like you got your fit, your foot fits better on there, and it's like not as hard. I don't know, but yeah, it's like oh, when Amanda listens to this, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, it was fine when she said it. It just wasn't fine when that lady in the shoe store said it. Like oh yeah, you told oh, about that. Are, yeah, are you are you sure? Like I, yeah, I mean I've had these feet my whole life. I think I know. <laughs> Like, the way she said it, I was like, yeah, like, I'm an extra large human, okay? Like, look at me. Like, I wouldn't it be ridiculous if I was over here asking for, like, size 7 shoes? You'd probably think the same thing. Like, really? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, people just don't understand when it comes to, to having bigger size feet. They don't get it. No. They don't. Everybody don't get it. size feet. I don't. I feel like it's probably easier as a guy with big feet, though. Oh, no, no, no. I have problems. Buying, like, I had to buy, and I told you that I had to buy those running shoes, and then I, I could not find them in store. So I had to order them, and then it took, like, it took, like, forever to get here. <laughs> and I think I had to race, like, the next weekend. Oh. So I literally, I had to, like, run in new shoes. Mm. Um, but what about the colors? Uh, they're pretty basic. It's either like yeah. black and white or they have like a few colors. They don't have a lot though. No. That's, the, that's so the interesting. Thing, that's Why? Like, about, yeah. I mean, that's, that's something bad about having bigger, bigger feet is that like when you look at like the smaller sizes, there's like probably like 10 colors. When you look at the bigger sizes, there might be like four. Yeah. What's the difference? I don't like, I want to write a company and be like, listen, I have a, like a big foot. doesn't mean I don't have any style, you know? I, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens though. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. So I can't hardly ever find shoes like a woman's shoe. And then, uh, so I'll have to guy a man's shoe and, so, and then it's always, you know, like a basic, like, well, here you can get this black shoe. Like, <laughs> You're like, I don't want a black shoe. I want something with color in it. Yeah. And then yeah, I'm like at the starting line, like admiring everyone's shoes. I'm like, that's really cute. Over here with my they got black pretty, shoe. Pretty shoes that light up and all that <laughs> stuff. And you're just like, 
I mean, I want that. I don't even want Yeah. Yours. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's, um, I don't know. The last shoes I got, they're, they're blue. So, I mean, I guess that it's not as bad. But, yeah, the last few times I've gotten shoes, they're just like, uh, so do you want, like, this shade or this shade? It's like, uglier, uglier. Like, oh. <laughs> You're like, well, so the choices I have are this and this. So, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. It's like, that's, yeah, I guess just give me that then. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, buying shoes is tough because... I mean, they've, I've literally, like, been laughed at in stores. Like, like, do you have, like, a 12 in women's shoe? Like, <laughs> no, seriously? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, like, like, oh, like, does it exist? Yeah. Like, have you, maybe try, like, a man's shoe? Like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm okay. used to it now. Just yeah. give me the man shoe. Yeah. Or uh, one store told me, um, they're like, oh, you know what? We only get that size. Like, it's like once a month on this date. And there's these um, female basketball players that come in and they buy the whole stock. Because <laughs> like... that's what you want to hear. It's like, <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm going to back up on the basketball team. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. It would be a lot cooler if I was, you know, like, you know, I'm like a... On the WNBA, I need these big <laughs> shoes, but it's not. I'm just like, I'm like an Amazon woman, and I want to run too. Like, I, don't, I know that sounds crazy. Like, it's like a whole lot of person coming at you running, but like, that's <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do. And a cute shoe, like not a black shoe. Any ideas on where like, I can get that? And not no. just white. <laughs> can I get some style, please? <laughs> I want to cross the finish line in something pretty, not something, <laughs> not something yeah. where I just got it from like the Payless. No, please. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't. Know, one of the shoes I got, I don't know, a couple pairs back, they uh, had a lime green. I I don't mind lime green, mm-hmm. but it was paired with um, like this red color. What? Like so, yeah, it was like lime green and red and black. All around it, like, be fired. yeah, it was like, I don't know, everyone's like, I mean, I like that color green. I'm like, you're just being nice. It's ugly because it's with like reds all through it. Like, it's, it's <laughs> terrible. But, but you know, I got them because it was like, you know, the what was in my size and available. So I was like, whatever. Like, I'll just get these shoes. It'll be fine. But I don't know. <laughs> anyway. We should end the rant about the having big feet. <laughs> For those who don't have big feet, you've been warned. <laughs> yeah, don't let your foot grow. Because you just Which, don't know. I know. What was funny, I wore size 11 before I got pregnant. And I remember like thinking, like, I, was like, I can't ever find shoes in this 11. And then I, somebody told me, DSW... Um, you can buy an 11 in DSW. And I was like, oh, cool. So then I started going and getting shoes there. And then I got pregnant and my foot grew. Now I wear a 12. Wow. Yeah. And DSW said no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We can't serve you. (laughs) Yeah. We stopped with the 11. And it was only like a couple 11s. It wasn't even that many. They're like, I mean, we like brought in the 11 to be nice to you Bigfoot people. But I mean, 12, <laughs> you're pushing it. <laughs> That's enough of that. 
Oh my goodness. So I'll... And then, go ahead. I was gonna say the one last thing about the big feet thing. Payless. Payless had twelves and women's like in regular shoes, you know, like a dress shoe or something. Yeah. And so I bought all like, you know, my regular shoes there. And then they went out of business on me. And so now I'm like, where do I get shoes at? Like now you're gonna have to go like to like a shoe carnival or something like that. Well, that's what. Well, I went to that Maurice's and they had a, I could order them and I asked that lady about it and she was like a twelve. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, probably got lady. the depression in the back. Gladys, come up here and look at this. Look at this twelve. <laughs> I know. I love. She like ran over to tell all of her friends. Did you see that lady? <laughs> have you ever seen her a size twelve? <laughs> we're gonna have to call her guinness <laughs> she like got it out i was comparing it to her foot like look at this thing i know they're like skis okay <laughs> all right so we're gonna end this because we've talked a lot about a lot of stuff so i appreciate you coming on and talking about your big feet and everything else <laughs> Oh, anytime. <laughs> I want to thank Michelle for coming on again and sharing her story. And I I had so much fun recording this episode um, and getting to know who Michelle is and what she's all about. And it's, it was really fun to kind of pick her brain um, and, and, and just figure out who she is. And it's these, man, these, these episodes, like these, even these last few episodes, I've, I've really like, gotten close with a lot of these people that I've talking to, I've been talking to over the last few weeks and it's been really nice to kind of figure out who people are and 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 when you really dig into people's background the person they were and the person they are now are like two totally different people and it's been really nice to 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 find that story out and 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 just find out who who these people are and, and you know Michelle's not any different like it, she's she's had a, she's had a life on her and she, you know she's she's still kicking so i i really appreciate michelle coming on and if you want to follow michelle on instagram you can follow her on instagram at michelle tomorrow um, if you want to follow me on instagram you can follow me on instagram at willie gillis if you have any questions comments or concerns for the podcast you can email me at what i live for podcast at gmail.com and that's going to be it for this episode I, I i really appreciate you guys listening to this these episodes I, I i'm really having fun recording with people and figuring out who they are and what they're all about and it's been really fun um 2020 has been like a really fun year of just finding out who people are so um i i appreciate you guys listening to these these episodes and um i'm gonna start ranting now and i will see you guys next week